Welcome to Season. I'm Marisol Castro. And I'm Chef Plow. We're live from our studio in Gateway Community College in New Haven talking about our nail polish color. <laughs> I, I just commented on your nail polish. That's so funny. And you, you said you're going to get yours done. My son has purple nails right now. Yeah, I'm going to go get, you know, I like to get a little mani. I'm I not like much it. of a petty, but I'll do a mani. A mani. I yeah. like it. Yeah, my hands, you know, th- 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 these are money makers for me. I this make is what I'm saying. They have to look good. Yeah. Listeners, in case you're wondering, <laughs> A, Plum and I don't get out enough. Mm-mm. And B, we're live in our studio in New Haven, so we are actually face-to-face, socially put, distant. I did put color in my hair for you. It looks fantastic. Thank you. I, rem- I, I maintain you have the best hair in the business. <laughs> You're so nice to me. You're so nice to me. We are live with you today because we want to help you plan Thanksgiving dinner. We do, and we have a very, very special guest because every home cook's favorite holiday is just days away, and we have tons to cover. Yes. Our guest this hour is an icon. Not just in the food world, I would say, in the world world. Yeah, hundred percent. She's a pioneer for forty. Legend. Yeah, for forty years, Lydia Bastianich has owned restaurants in New York City and elsewhere for the last twenty-three years. She's been a much beloved PBS chef, teaching millions of people how to cook on her show, Lydia's Kitchen. My hand is up. I'm one of them. Hello, preach. She's the author of many cookbooks, more than a dozen now, and a memoir. Her latest book is Lydia's A Pot, A Pan, and A Bowl: Simple Recipes. For perfect meals. Lydia Bastianich, welcome to Seasoned. Buongiorno a tutti. Now, what color are your nails? Are your oh, nails geez. done? My, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my nails are natural. That's what, when I when I see my kids, green, purple, <laughs> blue, I say, my God, where are we going? Mine are natural. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's good to know because you, you you like plum. You use your hands and you like to, you know, keep them natural. That's right. Yes, that's exactly. right. Exactly. Now, Lydia, you are actually at Italy right now uh, getting prepared to teach a class in a little while. Is that right? I am. I'm at Italy in the scuola and I'm going to be teaching a class this evening from this book, uh, an appetizer, a main course and a dessert. And we're going to have a lot of fun. Oh. And uh, I'm delighted to share with your listeners uh, anything you were interested in about cooking Italian for Thanksgiving or American for that matter. Absolutely. I cannot wait. There's so much to cover, so much to talk about. If you've got a question for Lydia or maybe you want to ask uh, about turkey tips or want a recommendation for a one-pot meal, give us a call, 203-776-9677. Maybe you have a Thanksgiving food tip for us. We'd love to talk turkey with you. Give us a call at 203-776-9677. So, Lydia, I have your book in front of me. And actually, it's true. Your nails are au naturel as you hold this beautiful... Yeah, I see it. It looks like a tray of lasagna. Is that what you're holding on the cover of your book? I think those are baked shells. But yes, I have also, uh, talking about lasagna and uh, a a pan lasagna, lasagna in a pan. And you know what I did for the first time? I The pre-cooked pasta, uh, lasagna dough, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. I never tried it or whatever. And I said, you know, let me test it. Okay. Because you have the pre-cooked rice. And that, you know, it only is a little bit of uh, steaming it or whatever. And then you can cook it again. You know that it worked beautifully. So, in the book I have uh, uh, a lasagna with pre-cooked uh, pasta, lasagna pasta. You can make at home in 40 minutes in a sauté pan. Wow. 40 minutes. 4 0. Wow. Holy smokes. I can't get, e- yes. get through an episode of my show on Netflix in 40 <laughs> minutes. That's fantastic. Wow. I've got to try that because that seems yes. incredible to me. That's a. I mean, for me, making lasagna, there's a whole process involved in doing this. I mean, I'm doing, yeah. dough, I'm doing dough, I'm making sauce, well, so many things. 
Well, that's the idea of this book, you know, how can I kind of synthesize what we do as chefs, you know, and there's a lot of complication and all that. Make it simple and make it good. And uh, so you use some uh, uh, ingredients uh, that facilitate the, that, like here, the cooked pasta. But that's what this book is. And I thought about it and I cooked and I said, you know, my mother, my grandmother, they all cooked with one pot. You know, they didn't yeah. have 10 pots right. around. And it's your the first line of your book's introduction is sometimes you just want to cook something that doesn't leave you with a pile of dishes. Oh, preach. It is, it is so true because I think of myself when I'm cooking every night, I'm looking around saying, I'm also the dishwasher here. Huh. So let's make this yes. as easy as possible. Yes. And you have figured out a way to do this without sacrificing yeah. flavor. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, the Italians cook like that all the time, whether they braise it, whether they... Uh, 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 saute it, you know, in a little pan, Italians can do a, a whole meal, no problem. But also uh, in roasting, you know, especially now the holidays, the idea uh, is, you know, a nice roasting pan. And what I do, and I'm going to do it for Thanksgiving, uh, I'm going to take some root vegetables, uh, Jerusalem artichokes, uh, turnips, uh, yams, regular potatoes, Brussels sprouts, season them oil, pepper, salt, and on this uh, tray, nice, and roast them in the oven, put some rosemary in there. And in the book, I have this, the same thing with putting pork chops. You put pork chops because mm. pork chops take, depends on the thickness, but take about the same time as these root vegetables to mm -hmm. cook. So you put it all on one tray, you season it all, and you put it in the oven. Yes, you turn it now and then and whatever, splash it with a little bit of wine, give it a little moisture. But, you know, don't preoccupy yourself with, you know, oh, I'm going to make something, put it in the oven, and you bring the whole tray out, and dinner is ready. But for Thanksgiving, doing this with vegetables, putting it all mixed vegetables on a tray, the one thing with, with cooking like this is that you have to pay attention to the ingredients mm -hmm. and the time that it takes to cook. So if you put on this tray uh, yams and sweet potatoes or squash, they take less time, less time to cook than a regular potato or, or a turnip, so you cut them a little larger so they don't disintegrate. Right. So, you know, a little common sense. Yeah, there's so much common sense in food. I, she's preaching to the choir right there. I, I, I say the exact same thing. If you're going to roast the vegetables in the oven, try to keep them all roughly the same size, because if you don't, the smaller ones will cook faster. It's not rocket science. Uh, it's, uh, it's very true. Exactly. It's, you know, also from the book's intro, Lydia says that for chefs like myself, creating simple, minimally messy dishes it's a hard thing to do because, you know, we're chefs. We're going to pull out every pot and pan we can find and let me get the burr mixer out and the Cuisinart out. Um, it's, it's like composing a symphony, kind of. Can you talk a little bit about that for me? Well, you know, people go out to restaurants, especially to, to chefs with, with uh, acknowledgments and stars. They expect something out of the ordinary. They expect to be treated. 100%, they expect yeah. flavor. Yeah. yeah, they expect harmony of flavors that maybe they wouldn't dare put together. So that's expected. It's like a show, you know. But at home, I cook like this, simple. I'm sure that you do that, Chef, too. You know, you guys cook at home mm -hmm. as simple as you can. Absolutely. Uh, and you, to get as much flavor as you can. And that is getting the right ingredients. That makes complete sense. And, and something you said just really resonated with me because I'm not a trained chef like you and Plump, but I know my way around the kitchen. And it's, it's your spot on. When I go out to eat, I look at the menu and I say, <laughs> roasted chicken, I can make that at home. You yeah, know, pork yeah. chop, I can make that at home. But then 
every once in a while I'll say, but let me see how the professionals do it. Exactly. I do the same thing. And then I'm like, oh, wow. So they nail it every time, Mm -hmm. whereas me, I'm like, you know, 50-50, maybe (laughs) 60-40. Good record. Good record. 50-50. It's okay. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Listen, like you said, I'm going out to dinner. I want to have the foie gras. Right. I want to have, you know, something done with beautiful uh, demi-gloss or something. I don't want to have a chicken soup. Right. You know, I can make that at home. True. But yeah. you want to see how good somebody is, that's the stuff you want to taste. Right. The basic. The yeah, basic. but you know, you know what? You can also take it. If you're a home cook that wants to advance and that wants to, you can learn some things by going out and eating. You can get ideas and then take it in your world, in your kitchen. You, you modify it a little bit, but you, you get combinations. So it's an experience of going out and also learning something, learning new tastes and new combinations. Right, right, right. Well, Lydia, we have a phone call I want to jump to here. We have Elizabeth from Costco. Elizabeth, welcome to season. What you got for the show today? Hi there. Uh, I'm a big fan of Lydia and also of this program. I listen to it every every Thursday when I come home from school. So oh, thank, thank you. you very much for your work. Um, I just wanted to share that my uh, 82-year-old cousin in Marseille, France, saved me about a month ago. I had this turkey and that had been frozen and I said, what do you, what do you think you sh- I should do with it? Because they don't really cook turkeys. But she had um, done some guinea hens and she said she put pancetta on the outside. I didn't want to do just regular bacon or whatever. And the pancetta, I got to tell you guys, on the skin made this amazing flavor on the inside, I used um, apple, celery, onion, and chestnuts, and um, it was that pancetta made that skin so amazingly delicious. Oh, my God. I can be in Costco in about 25 minutes. Do you have any more? <laughs> yes. It was amazing. Wow. But Elizabeth, that. that sounds like some good cooking. You enjoy cooking, huh? You're a good cook. My, I'm okay, but my, my cousin is amazing, just amazing. Huh? So I just wanted to share that because, Lydia, you're Italian, and I love your, your cooking, and I love this idea of one-pot meals because that's my style. So thanks oh, very much for oh, sharing this. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, can I share you with you something for Thanksgiving and with all the listener listeners? Absolutely. You know what I'm going to do with, for, with my turkey? I'm going to brush it, I always do, with balsamic vinegar. So in the last half an hour that it's in the oven that's roasting, you take some balsamic vinegar and if it's a little reduced, if it's a little syrupy, it'll stick better to the turkey. And I go in all the crevices and all of that, the legs and all of that, and it forms a nice Mm. mahogany color with a little bit of sweetness and acidity. So uh, you you, you can do your turkey with a Lydia touch this year. Great. Wow. I know. How about you. that? And Elizabeth, before we let you go, I want to point out to you, Elizabeth, that um, uh, uh, Lydia Bastian just told you you were a good cook. I just want to point that out yeah, to you. Yeah, you can die in peace now. <laughs> I know. Life is, you're, you're all set. <laughs> Nothing else can be better than that. <laughs> Thanks, Elizabeth. Uh, that's a great tip. Using balsamic vinegar. Uh, are you kidding uh-huh. me? Brushing that on it. I love that. I never see. This is, yes. what, this is what delineates the pros from mere mortals like me. I, I never in a million years would have thought to no, do that. No, huh? not going to do it? No. I'm, I'm, now I'm, it's yours to have. Uh, now yours I'm definitely going to gonna do it. 
And when I, I'm going to impress all 26 people at the Castro family Thanksgiving and say, guys, I came up with this idea all, all on, on my, my own. own. <laughs> you do it. You do it. No problem. What, what impresses me, the many things that impress me about what you do and your, your book is that just because we're using one item, a sheet pan, a pot, a pan, doesn't mean that we need to cut back on flavor. So can you explain how we do that? Because I would think you have to build the flavor in the one vessel. Yes? Yes, yes, you do. So, you know, it's a crescendo. Uh, don't, the one thing is don't overdo with spices. So select your, uh, uh, sp the spices or the herbs that you want to put in there and don't let them clash because then one will cancel out the other. Mm -hmm. So certainly salt and pepper is a base. You start with that. What I use a lot with meats and with braising, I use porcini powder. You know, the dry oh, porcini? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. I put it in the little, uh, machine there, and I make powder. And uh, uh, I use the powder to, to... And sometimes if I grill or roast a little bit of sugar, a little bit of this porcini powder, and again, I rub the proteins with it. And then I move on to herbs. Now, us Italians, we use a lot of fresh herbs, so rosemary, sage. Uh, these are two flavors that go well together. They harmonize. Basil usually likes to be by itself. So if you're going to do something with basil, uh, make it very pronounced. Make mm -hmm. it basil. Don't, you know, garlic is good with basil, but all the other ones. Um, oregano. Mm -hmm. Oregano goes, yeah, oregano goes good with margarine. If you have margarine and oregano, they're good. Oregano goes good uh, uh, with thyme to some extent. Thyme goes good with lemon. And so there, there are certain, uh, you know, that certain herbs that like to dance together, shall we say. So, you know, don't overdo it. Find what you think uh, your family likes. And it's also, a, I mean, I told you some combinations, but also is a trial and mm -hmm. error. And then, and, then, and then, of course, you go to the spices. Now, the spices, you know, I'm not indigenous to Italy. The spices I'm talking about, like cinnamon, like cloves, like cardamom, like nutmeg, right. because spices uh, spices grow in the tropical belt. So they are uh, sort of an acquired addition to the kitchen through the uh, uh, travels and the right. uh, spice trades and so on. But then you're entering, you know, the spices usually are dry. So that you're entering to a deeper and more pronounced uh, cloves. Cloves and rosemary go good together. Nutmeg, nutmeg and cheese, you know, stuffings and all of that. That's very good. So, you know, begin to really taste the individual uh, spices uh, and, and know what you like and what would you like to add to what and what combination you like to make. So it's, it's you know, it's it's a process. You can't just throw everything in there. Right. So, Lydia, before we go to break, I know we've only got a couple of seconds here, Monty Saw, but I, I'm just curious of your opinion on this, because I take herbs like basil or some of those 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 fiend herbs, like a chervil, a basil, and I don't actually like to cook them. I like to finish with them. Mm. Um, and taking the more hearty things like rosemary, lavender, thyme, and things like that, and cooking with that. Uh, am I off base with that at all? You are. There, there's uh, actually works. But because what you do when you cook, uh, certainly uh, rosemary and all of that, you're pulling all the oils out and goes into the sauce. But so does if you cook with basil. But what you do is you put and cook with 
the, the herbs that you like, then when you're finished, when you're serving at finish. the end, mm -hmm. you put fresh. Like if you have a grilled steak and, uh, you know, you put some rosemary in there or, or grilled fish, at the end, when you're serving it and still hot, you put a fresh uh, a little branch of rosemary, uh, the heat will release again the oils and you will get them in your nose, in your face, as mm. you're so reinforcing the herb or the spice that you put in there, the herbs that you put in there. The same with basil. You now you put it in the sauce. I put basil in my marinara and tomato to cook a whole branch. Yeah. And oh. I take the branch out, and when I serve, the fresh basil comes out. So uh -huh. you have it one way, and then you reinforce it with the fresh. I love that. And using the stems is a great thing to do for that, too. A lot I, of flavor I like in that. there, yeah. Absolutely. Listeners, do you have a cooking question for the first lady of Italian cooking? Maybe you're looking for tips to streamline Thanksgiving next week. Give us a call, 203-776-9677 to join the conversation. Welcome back to Seasoned. I'm Marisol Castro. And I'm Chef Plum. We're live this week talking with celebrated chef and cookbook author Lydia Bastianich. Her new book is Lydia's A Pot, A Pan, and a Bowl, Simple Recipes for Perfect Meals. And we want to talk with you, too. Call us at 203-776-9677. Let us know what challenges you're anticipating with your Thanksgiving cooking, and we'll try to help. It's not quite the Butterball hotline, no. but close enough, right? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Speaking of that, a phone call. So we've got Pat from New Britain giving us a call. Pat, welcome to Seasoned. Hi. How are you? We are doing Great. fantastic now that you're on the phone. Thank you. Great. Oh, you know, I first of all, I have to say I am so excited. I'm actually shaking. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited about being on the phone with Lydia. I watch her every week uh, on the weekends. I'm watching NPR, and I watch the cook shows. Oh, hold on. I'm in the You're so excited. Pat, make sure you pull over. We don't want you to... We can be careful there. She's so excited. She's get she's into a, an accent. You see what you do to Lydia? You are a rock star status. Oh my gosh, Lydia, that was crazy. I love I love them out there when they get excited when they get in the kitchen when they cook when they have questions. I just love it. Uh, Pat, are you still with us? Are you okay? Just give her a second. Hopefully, yeah. uh, she's going to call her insurance company because of that, and that wasn't our fault. Um, <laughs> Ooh, that was a little bit nutty. <laughs> but you know what, Lydia, uh, Pat, and hopefully we'll get her back on the line, yes, but she mentioned sure. loving you for watching you and watching you, um, yeah, she said, every Saturday. Yeah. And you really have, I have to say, one of the reasons why you have icon status is because you have withstood the test of time because we've seen so many chefs before, you know, before the early 2000s, celebrity Absolutely. chef was not in our lexicon. Mm -mm. And you were doing all of that before people came up with this terms, you know, quote unquote, celebrity chef. And you started it. I don't know why you started it. Why did you decide that you wanted to take the skills that you had inherited from your mom and your grandma um, and, and share them with us? And did you ever well, think you that know, it would result in the success you have now? I love cooking. I love cooking for the family. And it's a way of me uh, sharing my culture, my story, my life, you know, uh, because I'm an immigrant. I can hear at 12 years old. So I was born in Italy, very Italian, but I'm very American as well. This is the two best cultures that anybody can have uh, in their life. And I want to bring them closer together. So, you know, this is what I did well, and I wanted to share. And what, what, what was happening was that the response was great. Even in the restaurants, you know, people wanted my recipes, and I would share it with them. 
and and then uh, uh, my first book, and then I got, you know, and then you continue. I love to teach. My mother is a teacher, and I love to teach and share. I love people to sort of uh, put a little bit of Lydia aroma in their kitchen, mm-hmm. in their family. That's amazing. And it's my way of, of entering the American families as much as I can. Yeah. I mean, you've definitely done that over the years, that's for sure. That's what brings up that icon status. Uh, I am back live on the scene with Pat. Uh, <laughs> Pat, can you give us a report? Hello. What happened there? Are you okay? And is, is, is there any damage? No, no damage. No damage at all. And <laughs> I my, my, I, I'm with my dogs out by the cemetery where we do our prayers because it's the month of November and of course. we dedicate that to our souls. Uh, special time of the year. But what I wanted to say, one of the things that I've learned so much from you, Lydia, is not only your delicious pastas, which now I, I partake less of because I have uh, sugar issues, but you incorporate so many vegetables when you, you saute some um, some arugula, arugula and spinach, or the other uh, uh, Italian vegetables, and add some cannellini beans, and I found that that is such a wonderful thing, um, and how you you're so versatile with that that way. And of course, with the zucchinis, I, I look at all those ideas that you use, as, and I try to incorporate it in, in my cooking. But I have so much admiration, and then I also admire that relationship that you've had with your mom. May her soul rest in peace, and how the love that you communicated with her and your family. What you're just such a model. Thank you, Pat. I, that's really heartwarming because, uh, and uh, you know, when I cook, I cook Italian. The Italians cook with a lot of vegetables, a lot of legumes. As a matter of fact, you know, an Italian meal is about one third proteins, and the other two thirds is about starch, vegetables, and legumes. Whereas I think here in America, the, the protein is the two thirds. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you that you appreciate that. I get a lot of emails. And I am conscious, you know, to really incorporate because I know there's a lot of people out there. And, you know, I don't write special recipe cookbooks, whether it's diabetic or, or gluten-free. I write traditional Italian recipes. But those recipes are so amino, so so congenial to these issues that people have. So I continue to do ever more of those combinations because I know that people like you out there really appreciate. I do desserts as well and I, you know, certainly make the pasta and all of that. But the reality of the Italian cuisine is exactly that. You know, a lot of vegetables, a lot of legumes, uh, and uh, some starch and some of the sweets. You know, I love the putting the beans in with the greens and mm-hmm. I mean that's such a great thing to do. And listen, everybody out there, this is your chance to call in Talk to Lydia Bastianich, the icon. Uh, just do it safely. Uh, 203-776-9677. That's 203-776-9677. Now, Lydia, t- next week, uh, obviously Thanksgiving, massive food holiday for a lot of people. Uh, and there is a turkey recipe in your book. Can we talk about the roast turkey breast with the dried fruit and root vegetables? It's, it's great for a really scaled-down Thanksgiving. Absolutely, you know, because uh, uh, it's white meat. People like white meat. I happen to like dark meat. Me uh, too. And chicken. <laughs> yeah. But people really appreciate it. So, you know, getting a, a turkey breast, it's best if it's on the bone. At least you have some support and some additional flavor. But you can roast that uh, maybe even more evenly. 
takes less uh, kind of skills to roast mm -hmm. uh, a breast. Uh, you just have to keep the timing right. And then, of course, you make the sauce. And I love fruits with, uh, especially on holidays, with proteins. I love it with, with the turkey. I love it with chicken, pork, you know, whether it's pears, whether it's dry fruit. It's excellent to make sauces also. You make your sauce, you add in some dry cherries or some dried apricots. Mm -hmm. And let them sort of really cook down and mash them up in there and then pass them through a sieve. And that will bring a certain sweetness, a certain connection to that sauce. So that recipe for people that, you know, don't feel like handling a whole turkey or don't have that many people, that's a great recipe. Easy and delicious. I love it. I'm going to cook that on Black Friday because Ooh, I'm going idea. to my sister's for Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and those animals will leave me with no leftovers. <laughs> so, Lydia, I'm going to make your roast turkey breast. That's a great idea. And those fruits add such a depth yeah, of flavor. Yeah, you have such a, apricots oh, yes. and figs. Dried apricots yes. and figs. Yummy. I think we have some callers. Yeah, now. we do. We've got Ross calling from my town of Newtown. Ross, welcome to Seasoned. Thank you. I, um, I'm terrified of tarragon. No. I, uh, I love <laughs> the flavor of tarragon, but, and I, I, mix, I mix my basils and, and, my, uh, and other things, but I don't know what, the, what goes well when you're mixing tarragon. It's so powerful on its own that I was just trying to get some advice. What other uh, herbs could I use with tarragon? Now, normally, I would jump here to answer this, but Lydia Bastianos I know. I here, had so an idea, too, so I'm sitting quiet. I know. I feel like I should raise my hand and just let Lydia call on us. <laughs> you know, tarragon is, and it's not used a lot in the Italian. The French use it more than the Italians, but it's a very pronounced flavor. Being so pronounced, uh, it is. it goes well with light, like fish. It goes good with chicken. With light meat, you know, being so pronounced, one would say, oh, I can use it with braised beef and all that. It doesn't react good in long, long cooking braising. It wants to be the star of the show, yeah. I think. And uh, so using it with fish, uh, I like using a little bit of lemon with that, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit of thyme, uh, but not too much. It's, it's you know, it's a, 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 a nerve that likes to be the center of attention. It's funny you say that because the idea I was thinking of, Ross is our guy, is our caller? Uh, yes, 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 yes. I do a tarragon salad with grape, uh, purple grapes, and ricotta salata. Oh, and yeah, just great. olive Beautiful. oil, lemon oil. And to your point, Lydia, the tarragon's the star of the show. It's like a good side salad with a roasted uh, chicken. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. You know, yeah. I think another great use of this would be to take this tarragon and make almost a gremolata out of it. Ooh. Use a little fresh garlic, throw a little thyme in there, uh, some salt, a little bit of uh, lemon zest, mix it all up, and yeah. maybe not cook with it, but top a beautiful yeah, roasted yeah, yeah. piece of fish with a little spoonful yeah, of that. It would be yeah, delicious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we, we, gave, we, gave you, we gave you some ideas, there we mister. Go. There we go. Ross got a couple ideas there. Let's go to Jason from Granby. Give us a call here. Jason, welcome to Season. How are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well, thank you. It's an honor to speak to you, Lydia. I I am I, I have a question. I am doing my very first Thanksgiving ever hosting. I'm nervous as heck. We're doing a novena for you. <laughs> I'm getting a fresh turkey that is being slaughtered on Sunday. Brine or no brine, stuffed or not stuffed. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I am not a particular stuffer. Mm -hmm. I don't like the stuffing. I like you know my sauce, my vegetables. And my turkey. So the stuffer, you know, if you're going to make stuffing, stuff it lightly. Don't jam it in there. A chestnut and then an apple stuffing, maybe some little sausages in there. That would be that would be great. Uh, and then the other question was: uh, to brine or no brine? Yeah, brine or not brine? Oh, to brine or not to brine? I a fresh turkey like that, I would brine it. 
you know, because the meat needs to relax a little bit, absorb things in. So I would brine it overnight. Yeah. I, I agree with uh, Lydia completely. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely brine the turkey for sure. You know, you don't have to do that 16, 18 hour brine. If you can get it in yeah. the brine for eight hours, yeah. keep it simple, a little salt, a little sugar. Uh, that works out great. I actually use a little black tea in mine as well to Look add a you. little tannin. So. Look at you. Oh, nice. you know. Before we take our next caller, you mentioned Lydia chestnuts, and every t- uh-huh. and I see them in the in the in the market now more. And I look at them, I hold them, and I'm like, I have no idea what to do with them. Ooh, great question. And and oh this is goodness. this is like the time of year where they're abundance. What what does one do with chestnuts? Chestnuts, you know, are great from dessert to to appetizers to uh, to stuffings. Certainly, uh, I make a great uh, pasta sauce: chestnuts and mushrooms. They go so good together. Mm. So. Yeah, it really is. And tomatoes, uh, little tomatoes, and it makes a great sauce. So absolutely chestnuts you, uh, in the stuffing. That sort of mellows, sweetens a little bit everything. Uh, I, you know, even if you make the, your gravy, uh, uh, chestnut, a cooked chestnut, you kind of throw it in there, let it cook well, and then mash it in there. And it'll give you a little texture, a little velvety, a little sweetness to your gravy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, you know, you know that uh, chestnuts, everybody is, oh, okay, so, you know, the cooking of the chestnuts. Do I boil it? Do I roast it? Do I do? Yeah. But there's uh, there's frozen chestnuts out there which are delicious. Huh. So if you if you want to get into chestnuts for Thanksgiving, but, you know, you don't want to roast them and peel them and all right. of that, uh, get some whole frozen chestnuts. They're good. And easier. Wow, what a great tip that is. And also, Thank just you. for our last caller, I forgot, he also asked about to put the stuffing in the turkey or outside the turkey. Uh, I think she said uh, out. Yeah, outside. Yeah. Oh, especially with yeah. your first I, time cooking a turkey. Do it on the outside. Do it on the inside, but stuff the cavity with, with fresh herbs mm. and, uh, you know, uh, some lemon rinds and uh, all of that. Stuff the cavity with all of that. I even put a little carrot, a little celery, and do the stuffing on the outside so you make sure that it's cooked. Uh, that it gets a nice crust when you're in a cast iron pan looks well. Beautiful, beautiful. We've got Cyrus from Guilford calling. He wants to talk about that balsamic glaze, just to give a little rundown on that. Cyrus, welcome to Seasoned. Uh-oh. We are going to take a quick break, but don't worry. There's more time to chat with us and with Lydia Bastianich. Our number is 203-776-9677. We're talking all things Lydia Bastianich. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Seasoned. I'm Marisol Castro. And I'm Chef Plum. We got a little technical difficulties with Lydia. We're trying to get her back on the mm-hmm. horn, which we'll get her back up here very, very shortly. But, but if you're just joining us, we are spending the hour with Lydia Bastianich. We're talking about Thanksgiving, but also her brand new cookbook. It's called Lydia's A Pot, A Pan, and A Bowl, Simple Recipes for Perfect 
meals. There's some great recipes in this book. I, I'm a big fan of this, and I like how, like the one pot kind of theory. Yes. I, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, it means I don't have to wash, wash as many dishes. Right. So that, that helps me. Does that happen in your house, too? Like, yes. I cook dinner, but I have to wash everything, too. No one ever helps me. I mean, sometimes I get some help. Do you? Never for my children. I wish we could do the one pot Thanksgiving dinner. Could you imagine? Everything in one pot. How great would that be? That would be fantastic, actually. I know, right? I mean, for me, like when it comes to turkey, usually I fry my turkey. Do you really? Uh, I do. I do a dry brine. So it's basically I take my sugar and salt and all my things, and I rub the turkey around with it, let it sit in that brine, in the dry brine, and it, yep. a lot of the moisture comes out, which is fine because I'm going to fry it anyway. And then we deep fry it, which is a great preparation for turkey. How lo- I've I've never done it. I've been to someone's home when yeah. they've done it. How long does it take? Depends on the size of your turkey. I mean, for me, I get that oil going at about 350-ish or so, mm-hmm. and then I hit it with, uh, you know, drop it down. So obviously you want to measure out ahead of time. You right. do a little water displacement to measure it. So when frying a turkey, you want to do it about 350 degrees for about three minutes per pound. And that's how you figure out how long it takes to cook it. When you roast a turkey in the oven at 350 degrees, it's going to be about 11, 12, 13 minutes per pound. So the roasting in the oven does take a little longer. uh, But the fryer, man, it comes out so delicious that way. Just remember that. 350, fryer, three minutes per pound. Roasting in the oven, 13, 12 minutes per pound. Do you do it in your kitchen? Do you do it on the deck? Oh, God, no. Outside. I was going to say. No, no, no. Outside. Okay. Outside. Just, Just making to be sure. safe. Yeah. Well, you're crazy, so I never know. <laughs> Just to be safe. <laughs> but it, this, the same theory actually applies if you're cooking turkey inside the house for time-wise. You know, it's you want to make sure it gets to 165 degrees. Right. Right. But the best way for that to happen is let it happen on your on your countertops. So always let it rest. Right. For a, a long time. Right. Definitely a good, good idea. But uh, 13 minutes per pound, usually 13, 14, mm-hmm. 12, somewhere in the neighborhood. Uh, per pound of turkey at 350, we'll get that turkey up there. That's kind of how I measure how long it's going to take. Right. You know. And are you a fan of the frozen turkey or the fresh turkey? Uh, fresh turkey, 110%. Okay. Big fan of that. So if you're going to do it, get a fresh turkey. Call your local farmer. There's lots of them here in Connecticut. You can get them very, very easily. I love it. So just for, the, uh, for those of you who are joining us, we are live from Gateway Community College. We are speaking to none other than Lydia Bastianich. Uh, She's known for many things. Among them, her brand new cookbook, Lydia's A Pot, A Pan, and A Bowl, Simple Recipes for Perfect Meals. We had some technical difficulties on her end. Hello. So, And there she is. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We are so sorry. We're back. I was... I was so much into my uh, balsamic glaze that I lost you. <laughs> Where did I lose you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, listen, well, why don't we try to start the whole thing over again? Yeah. I think I've even got Cyrus back here. Let's see if we can get Cyrus back from Guilford. Cyrus, are you with uh, us now? I think I'm with you. All right. There we go. So, Cyrus, okay. welcome to season. We have Lydia Bastianich. Why don't you go ahead and ask her again about that balsamic? She'll be happy to tell you, tell you all about it. So I, for the last uh, four or five years, I get two turkeys, 13 to 15 pounds, and I cook them in the same oven um, for under two hours. I can't remember exactly right now what it is, at 500 degrees. And I was wondering about trying your balsamic glaze on one of them, um, but I wonder if that's too hot. That is too hot. The balsamic glaze, let me just... Uh, make uh, go a step backwards. You buy regular balsamic, don't buy the traditional, they're not too expensive. Reduce it, put it in a pan, reduce it, put some herbs, rosemary, bay leaves, reduce it to half of the liquid until it looks like molasses. Let it cool room temperature and leave it outside. Don't put it in the refrigerator. When you're roasting your turkey, uh, about half an hour before your turkey is finished, 
you brush that balsamic glaze all over the turkey and you put it back in. 500 is too high. I would put 375 because I don't, you don't want to scorch that uh, because, you know, there's, there's sugar, there's that, and that could really caramelize uh, and, and, and get burnt. So, yes, I would lower the temperature for the last uh, uh, half an hour that you're going to put the balsamic uh, vinegar, the glaze on it, and let it finish with that. There you go. So start it, make that glaze ahead of time, leave it outside, don't get it cold in the refrigerator, and then use it that way on the turkey. Makes a lot of sense to me, I think. Makes sense to me, too. I have a question, Lydia. Yes. Is Thanksgiving even celebrated in Italy? Were turkeys no. part of the cuisine growing up there? No, we, we it's not celebrated. We don't, turkey is not a big, now it's sort of coming, but turkey is not uh, 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 something that Italians... It's not a go-to protein. No, it's not. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, for me, it's one of the best holidays. I love it. <laughs> you know, I love it because, you know, uh, as I said before, I came as an immigrant and uh, I appreciate so much being in this country. But, you know, I have my Italian culture. So this is a holiday because all the other holidays, I end up with Italian meals, of course. Mm -hmm. But this one, I st stick to the American. You know, I, I put a little Italian, like the balsamic glaze. Right. But uh, I love the holiday. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a way of the family really celebrating being American because my kids and my grandkids are Americans. American. They're born here. Yeah. So what does Thanksgiving look like in your home? What will it look like this year? Oh, one big table and we add another table. We are 16 this year. And, uh, you know, I'm, what, what I'm going to do is uh, uh, I'm usually I do a buffet antipasto. Mm. And I, I got all the orders for my kids what they want. One month's baked clams. <laughs> all the orders. One, listen, one month's baked clams. One month's oysters. One month's octopus and potato salad. One month's Swiss cheddar and potatoes. They love their oh vegetables and all gosh, of that. So, so uh, all of this, uh, it's going to be out on the spread, plus all the Italian cheeses and mm -hmm. prosciutto and so on. And, you know, they're going to sort of mingle around, uh, munch and have a little celebratory drink and all that. And then uh, I usually make soup, but I'm not going to make it this year. I'm going to make loads of vegetables in the tray, in the, in the uh, oven, and just loads of vegetables and uh, the turkey. You know what I added this year? Please. I added a, a ham, a little ham on the bone. Nice. Uh, one of my granddaughters like, loves ham. So, you know, you got to please everybody. Grandma pleases everybody. Oh, I it, love that. And ham, incredibly underrated when you have a group of people over at your house. Yes. It's such 100%. a great thing to use. Uh, Lydia, yes. do, do you ever or have you ever deep fried turkey? No, I never done. Never have. I'm a big fan of it. And so is Dean from Norwich. Dean, welcome to season. You got to talk a little turkey with us. Yeah, sure. Hi, how are you? I just got in my car. I was leaving work, and I turned the radio on, and I just kind of came in halfway through your, your story, and you were talking about how you love to deep fry, and, I, and I, I hate to step on anybody's toes, and you gave the viewers some advice about getting your oil to, like, 350 and going 11 to 13 minutes per pound. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be... That would, that's gonna, that's that gonna, would kill it. When you do it in the oven, oh, okay. when you're roasting in the oven at 350, you want to do about 13 minutes. Yeah, 11, 12, 13 oh. minutes per pound in the oven. Okay. Yeah, I'm deep frying. Okay. No, 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 no. That happens so fast. Yeah, but you, the, the big thing when you're deep three? frying with people, yeah. I think they don't do is they don't measure, do that water displacement method before you put that oil in there. That's what causes all the 
property yeah. damage and crazy stuff out there. But absolutely, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Okay, because I've done it about 10 years in a row now, and I just didn't want people to start for their very first time at <laughs> Whew. Okay, good. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and, listen, is there another way? To, once you do it once, it's hard to go back, isn't it? Well, it's fantastic. Not only does it, it come out you know, juicy and you get that crispy skin that everybody fights over, but you free up the oven. And if you have a big family oh. and one oven, you know, you free up the oven, which is huge. Right. And, and Lydia, when you hear uh, yes. Dean talk like that, you know he cooks a lot of food at his house, too, knowing the yes, yes, oven space yes, is important. Listen, listen I'm, I might be tempted next year to, to, to try it. I have never tried the turkey. It's so delicious. It changes the game for me because I don't huh. like turkey. Turkey is dry and not very delicious. It's not my favorite either. But when you fry it, it is amazing. And you guys, you have a chance to call in and talk to Lydia Bastianich with us as well at 203-776-9677. That's 203-776-9677. Um, Lydia, what are some of those side dishes that you might like to have uh, during Thanksgiving? You talked about what everybody ordered from you. <laughs> what do you order from everybody else? Uh, well, no, I, I love what, what what's on. I love my turkey. Thanksgiving, I love my turkey. Huh. I take the wing. Asta, how do you like that? The wing, I love cranberry. My daughter-in-law, so my daughter-in-law is going to make the cranberry sauce. She makes a cranberry sauce with oranges and mandarins. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. My daughter is in charge of the stuffing. I don't particularly like stuffing. She loves the stuffing. And so those two things are out of my control, but I love my turkey and I love the cranberry sauce. Yeah, cranberry sauce is delicious. And that is for you. I love it too. Yeah, I don't love cranberry sauce, but I'm going to. I'm trying to turn <laughs> over a new cranberry sauce. Come on, leaf. It's easy. It's delicious. It's a great side dish for sure. I mean, the only thing that's better than mm-hmm. cranberry sauce for me, desserts. Yes. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I have to have a second helping of desserts and just a smaller dinner, in, in my opinion, which is kind of fun because, Lydia, desserts can be in one bowl too, right? Right, right. Well, you know, us Italians, we do a lot of uh, dessert, spoon, uh, dolce cucchiaio, spoon mm-hmm. desserts, like tiramisu and all of that. But I was thinking this year of doing uh, um, uh, uh, cheesecake, uh, ricotta. I'm going to do a ricotta. I'm going to mix a little bit of sour cream in there. And then I'm going to do a semifredo with the, uh, amarene cherries. You know those cherries yes. that are delicious. Okay, with amarene cherries, and then and then I have one of my guests that's bringing a pavlova, and he said he's going to do an orange pavlova. And I think that's enough. Then we have, of course, you know, we have our chocolatini, we have our torrone, all the Italian little sort of extras. Gotta have that pecan pie though. That's my southern roots coming out. <laughs> Gotta have that my granddaughter, pie. my granddaughter, she makes the pumpkin pie. Oh, and delicious! That's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's coming. That's coming. So we have a recipe from the book uh, at ctpublic.org/recipes. The apple cranberry crumble. Super simple. Can you talk about that a little bit with us? Yeah, that's you know one of the desserts because a lot of people, uh, you know, making the, the dinner and all that, and then on top dessert they go to what desserts, but. The crumble is easy. You can do it in a baking pan. You can do it in a pie pan. You can do it in in, in a Pyrex. And it's you know uh, the chunk the apples, cranberries. Uh, I put a little jam in there, uh, a little bit of uh, liqueurs, and and the crumble is also simple, very simple. It's uh, breadcrumbs and no flour and butter and a little bit of sugar, and you mix it just enough to make these crumbles. And uh, and you put the fruit in the bottom, the crumble on top, and you bake it. 
And this, this is a dessert that you uh, spoon out. Again, spoon dessert. You top it off with a little uh, whipped cream, and, you know, it's just delicious. Just delicious. Sounds nice and warm. I would like it warm. You know, you can make it in the morning. You put it, you leave it out, and then while everybody's eating, you can reinsert it, it in the Pop it in the yeah. oven. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, we've got Christian calling in from Orange with a great question for Thanksgiving. Christian, welcome to season. You got a question about vegetarian food. Yes. Hi. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the program. And Lydia, obviously, I can't say how influential you have been on myself just as someone who likes to cook. But my sister has been a vegetarian for years and years and years. And I always struggle to think of a complimentary entree for her for Thanksgiving because, you know, we have all the side dishes that we do try to make sure they're vegetarian friendly for her. But, you know, obviously I can't serve her turkey, so I always struggle with that. I wonder if you have any advice for for me. Great question there. Right, right. right. Does she, is she a vegan uh, or does she eat eggs uh, or cheese or just uh, a complete vegan? Uh, no, she, she'll eat cheese and dairy, and sometimes she'll eat fish. So I've done salmon in the past a few times. Ah, uh-uh. Okay. You know, you know what? You could. Uh, uh, there's so many different things. I don't know what to begin to tell you. But uh, you could a pepper, stuff it with rice, uh, and inside some cheese and rice and roasted pepper, other vegetables in there. And then you cook it in a, in a little tomato sauce. You know, or you can roast it, roast these peppers, and then you can serve it with a little polenta or, you know, other vegetables around it. But a nice pepper stuffed with rice or with barley if she prefers that, and but make put some cheese in there, make it tasty, and you can make that ahead of time. Uh, so, you know, or the vegetables, you know, a whole thing of stuffed vegetables like a zucchini, you make a little mixture of breadcrumbs and, uh, and uh, a little bit of breadcrumbs, cheese, uh, oregano, uh, a little parsley, uh, uh, a little salt and pepper, and a little bit of oil in this stuffing. And then you take your vegetables, could be eggplant, and the smaller one, and you can kind of half them and empty the center out and put this, this stuffing in there and bake it. You can do zucchini, you can do eggplant, you can do tomatoes. You can do a whole nice uh, arrangement of vegetables in the oven for her, so she will feel very special, you know? That's and a, they all cook at the same time in the oven. That's perfect. Christian, there you go. You got her taken care of now. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, that sounds like a great veg. I, listen, I'm not even a vegetarian. But and I'm, I would make that, yeah. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Lydia, sadly, our time is coming to an end, but it has been such a pleasure speaking with you, hearing your words of wisdom, your humor, and everything that you've brought to the culinary world. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, uh, Marisol and Plum, Chef Plum, it was a pleasure. Mm-hmm. And you have a great Thanksgiving, and to all of your listening listeners, all the best. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Lydia. And Lydia will be doing a virtual book signing and talk with R.J. Julia Booksellers on Monday, November 22nd at 7 p.m. Visit rjjulia.com for details. Seasoned is produced by Robin Doyanakin and Katie Talarski. I'm Chef Plum. And I'm Marisol Castro. We will be on your radios and in your earbuds next week, Thanksgiving Day. Tune in to Seasoned for Seasoned Sides Giving. Chefs share their go-to sides. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week. Bye, everyone.